BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show. John Cobelt, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, this is the exciting hour where we have that $100 gas card to give away. So far this week, this is day three, we've been taking calls where listeners beg, and then we pick the best beggar. Mm-hmm. So we will continue with that. But yeah. remember, you only get 30 seconds, and uh, it's a judging contest. So the three of us pick the best beggar. So uh, make sure that if you really want the $100 gas card, you don't just come on the air and say, Hi, Moistline. And, and the number, you're not going to get you're not <laughs> gonna get through now. We, we blocked the I finally the got on the John and Ken show live, and that's what I'm going to say. Oh, Moistline. It's uh, 800-520-1534. 800-520-1534. But not now. Nah, not right now. Coming up a little later on this hour. But uh, I can hear him there. Steve Gregory is coming on now. To talk about, I guess the top story is the L.A. County Sheriff, Alex Villanueva, making a big announcement today about his deputies patrolling L.A. County Metro. He gave the Metro board an ultimatum, all or nothing. That's his ultimatum. He wants to take over 100% of the security services for the Metro line, for the Metro system. And apparently that's the way it used to be up until 2017, and then the board at that time decided to start to split off the security and uh, give a chunk to the LAPD and then later on give a chunk to the, L- the Long Beach PD and 
And the sheriff says that doing that really has caused a, a lot of problems in consistency and continuity. And he proposed today, he said 30 minutes before he did his press conference this morning, he said he sent a letter over to the Metro board saying, we are bidding on the entire contract. If you don't accept our bid by July 1st, I'm removing more than 300 deputies from the entire system and you're on your own. Well, they'd have to take that because otherwise, if they try to split it up between all these police agencies around the county, that would get complicated. Won't sure. And, but here's the thing. And, and the, the, I kept thinking to myself, well, wait a minute. If he does that, where is he going to put these 300 or so deputies? What's he going to do with them? And I oh, asked, is that many they use? Yeah, 300. I think it's 367 or something like that is what, how, how many they use in total. And, he said, are they actually on the trains and buses or they just patrol the both, stations? Both. Yeah. yeah. And then they also have some civilian personnel that work for transit services in, you know, for dispatch. And he said, they're the only agency that has an, a dispatch center dedicated to transit. So he said, I mean, the County Sheriff's Department is all in on this and they have been since the beginning of, of the MTA. But he said that um, he's got plenty of room for the deputies. He's got almost a thousand openings right now in the department and I said, well, yeah, but you're going to lose the money, won't you? Won't you? And he goes, no, we're already funded for those positions. So all I do is laterally move those deputies that are assigned to the Transit Bureau and just move them into patrol areas around the county. Isn't he going to need more deputies since he's going to be losing the LAPD and other agencies? Yes. So he will, but but the money that, that would have been spent on the Long Beach PD and the LAPD would be would go, go to, to enhance into right. enhance the deputy's presence on there. So, um, and the other thing too is not in, in addition to the continuity part, but he also there's another condition in there, and he says we need to be able to enforce the law. Our deputies are hamstrung, and here in ah. here in cut double A, he gives an example of why the deputies are having a tough time enforcing the law. The cops that are working the system cannot do the obvious, which is evict an unruly passenger from the train. They literally have to call private security to evict a passenger who's creating a problem. What? They've told yeah. all of the operators or the law enforcement that if someone needs to be uh, ejected from the train, it is better to actually escort the paying passengers, remove them from the train, and no. get another train for them than to address the problematic person on the train are itself. You? I mean, this is just bizarre. So are the you? only people that have a right to stay on the train are the ones that are Homeless, unruly, drunk, urinating, defecating, they're the ones that cannot be touched. Are you serious? That's real? So if there's a crazy guy making a ruckus on a bus, bus stops, and all the normal people are ushered off, I have to, to wait for a bus, second bus, right. I'm sure that'll take an hour, and then the crazy guy gets to stay on the bus or he gets a... Or they can radio for one of the Metro's security guards slash ambassadors... Ambassador. ...to come oh, yeah. de-escalate the situation. Outreach workers. The idea is they don't want people with badges touching any of the riders. <laughs> and whose policy is this? This is the MTA's this is, policy? This is the MTA's policy, their law enforcement policy. So part of the issue was is that by having badges... Because that's a triggering event? Yes, exactly, Ken. So by having badges on the trains, it is... And then this is what they say, the board members say, it disproportionately affects people of color because they are more no, intimidated no, no. by no. the presence of armed law enforcement on the train. So 
here in Cut Double B, a reporter tried to push him on that issue, the sheriff. He says, well, your presence and you're wanting more presence with your with your deputies. Aren't you becoming disproportionately intimidating by doing that? The reporter's, and here's, and the reporter's here's his, pushing this? The reporter's pushing it, and here's his response. It already is. That's the point. Thank you. It already is impacting disproportionately. The ridership at the MTA looks nothing like the MTA board of directors. It's overwhelmingly Latino and to a lesser extent African-American. That is the ridership of the MTA. That's what's bizarre. The victims of all this disgusting behavior are minorities. Are, are right. People of color. What is yeah. wrong with everyone? So in Cut E, he talks a lot about the fact that and it's so funny because the sheriff says, I'm so tired of saying woke. He says, I'm tired <laughs> of the word woke, but I don't know any other word but woke right now to describe the issue that's going on. And he says, I understand that we have to deal with homeless and things of this nature. But here in Cut E, he explains the whole situation. The entire idea of the train system is not to conduct social experiments, not to create a mobile homeless shelter. You know, there's 5,700 <laughs> people that live on our train system. 5,700. <laughs> Who in his right mind came up with a thought that somehow that was acceptable in any way, shape, or form? He's the only guy that tells it like it is, really. 57. Can you imagine that? I mean, if there were 57 people, that would be too much. Right. But the Metro Board has allowed this to swell to 5,700, and they're trying to get normal people to take the trains and the buses? And I asked the question. I said, well, given your relationship with the board, of supervisors, all of whom are members of the MTA board, also Metroplex, yeah. and the others on that MTA board as well. I said, like given, given your experience and uh, your relationship, how do you think they will vote on your ultimatum? And here in Cut D, he's, he answers. I'm going to assume those that are at the end of their political careers, they're going to double down and say, screw the sheriff. Those that have an interest in seeking re-election down the road, I think they're going to think long and hard about where do they what side of history they want to fall on he um he says that they are ready and they're prepared but he and i also said it sounds like to me you're convinced that you're probably better off just giving up the mta contract and just focusing all your people back into your in your department because you are down a thousand people right now right and like you said right. they, they they get the money already whether they're assigned to the mta right the money's already budgeted for those positions but there's a hiring freeze Right. So in this case, yeah. they're not hiring him. They're just laterally moving him. So they'd have to free up the money. Did he make this case in person to the board today? No, he sent the letter to the board yeah. 30, 30 minutes before he had his press conference at 11 with us. Right. Just so, a letter. So the board has so no response yet. No response. And I reached out right away, and I've not gotten any response, any reaction. We so. do not like ultimatums. <laughs> what? But this is really, this is fascinating. I mean, I don't know what sociologists are going to make of this era. It's absolutely fascinating, this obsession with disproportionality based on color when most of the victims are people of color. And well, it doesn't matter anyway. It just matters whether you commit the, 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 the crime or not. That's all that matters. Well, let me tell you what's That's, really interesting is the you know, reason that they split it up into LAPD, Long Beach, and the Sheriff's Department. So oh. if you want to hear about that, I can stick around. All right. Oh, wow. And the Look term money that. laundering was used. He's become quite the host now. He dropped. Oh the yeah, look at this. To, <laughs> you to got hold a little the weekend show. A so, little weekend now show. Now you're showing a off. A little weekend you're, show. You're, it's a big one, John. You're, it's a big one, John. And your teasing capabilities, your showmanship. <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> when it we works. come back, he will solve it. I will. When solve is your it. show on? 
Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. You yeah. should, uh, everybody should listen to it. One of the highest uh, debuts in L.A. radio. It's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was told by sales. Huh? That's what I was told by sales. I, that's what they say about it. I know. Well, like. it made me feel good for a couple All right, minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Champo, KFI. AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Alex Villanueva today said that his deputies are no longer going to patrol Metro Transit, the trains and the buses, unless they have sole authority. They've been sharing uh, the system with LAPD and Long Beach PD, and he said, "Enough's enough. It's got to be uh, all us. or nothing." Yeah, and and we got to be able to actually uh, uh, remove and arrest people if necessary because they've this been. Is, this contract expires July first. It's yeah. coming up. Yeah, but um, you were telling us that part there's two. an interesting reason about why Long Beach and well LAPD got some of this deal to. Uh, now I can only speak to the LAPD. LAPD part because that's the that's the the part that the sheriff responded to because I asked him toward the Q and A I said why did they break it up then in in 2017 and he goes well and then he looks over at his captain who is in charge of transit bureau and the captain goes money laundering and then the sheriff says money laundering I said and then everyone in the room all the reporters in the room were like jaw drop we're like yeah what money laundering and I said well can you explain he goes well um there was a mayor that was running for re-election that was on the board. And That's that Garcetti. mayor wanted to befriend members of the LAPD. That mayor mm. needed to show some love to the LAPD. That mayor is Garcetti. And so in doing so, the mayor was able to convince the board to take a chunk of that security contract and channel it over to the LAPD and give it to the cops. Oh, look at that. And so he said, and then he looks back over to the captain and he said, yeah, money laundering. <laughs> Cops, like, two years later, he called killers. But anyway. Wow. It's just like, it was that was a pretty harsh statement. Right. But then the sheriff did send out a statement later saying he wanted to clarify mm -hmm. that he wasn't doing anything to, to besmirch the uh, union of the LAPD or the LAPD itself, saying that they're, they basically have been caught in a quagmire of politics and bureaucracy. And he didn't mean to besmirch them. He said that these are decisions being made on a political He's level. besmirching Garcetti. Yeah, and and, and so much. these LAPD cops, they're getting overtime to work? Yeah, so the way the sheriff explained it and the way he described the, the setup is that his deputies that work in the transit bureau are, are fully assigned there. Their full-time job every day is to be a transit officer on behalf of the sheriff's department. He says that the money being channeled to the LAPD is being paid in the form of overtime so that the officers are actually working in a division on regular patrols and stuff, then they also happen to patrol transit, but they are getting paid by transit. Oh, so this was frame. a big gift to LAPD. Yeah. So they're getting it in the, in the form of overtime. Oh. oh. <laughs> so, what do you think the percentage of the sheriffs versus LAPD coverage of Metro is? Um, let me see. I, I want to say that last I remember, there was just a little over 100 officers, I think, from LAPD involved in transit to the sheriff's 300. And 300. So, yeah. So... The sheriff has the, the, the lion's share of the transit contract. Right. And, uh, you know, and again, he says that he's absolutely ready to go to take over 100%. He said they're going to have to tighten up the belt, but he said they can do it, and they are ready to roll. But uh, we'll see what the board, you know, how the board goes. Does the board have another option? Great question. Um, unless they're able to go out there and start contracting with all these 
police departments all over the all over the county. I don't know that they have much of a choice. Yeah, they couldn't give it all to LAPD, right? Uh, LAPD's not there. Hell, they're short on people now for themselves. Yeah, yeah there there there's a shortage of applicants to become well, and then you police know, and sheriffs. So deputies. if you want to go back even further from events of two or so years ago, recruitment has been at an all time low for law enforcement overall. They haven't been able to do anything with law enforcement. And then the sheriff's biggest complaint all along has been the board of supervisors has frozen only his department Mm -hmm. out of 30-something other departments within the county. All the rest of them are allowed to hire, but they have frozen his budget to hire new people. So he's got academies that haven't started yet because he says it takes time to get these people trained up to speed and out in the field. So LAPD faces the same thing. I mean, they went through a series of, well, remember the defund movement. Yeah. That put yeah. everything on hold. The $150 million out, that put everything on hold. So the LAPD is also trying to catch up. And wow, that really, really screwed up a lot. Just that whole movement, that whole spasm, <laughs> that whole, good Lord. Well, I asked Rick Caruso today. I did a one-on-one with Rick Caruso. It was my first meeting with him. And I asked him what letter grade he would give Garcetti for performance. <laughs> I'll let you know next week. Oh, <laughs> what? I was about to pick a letter. Mr. T's. <laughs> no, actually, Caruso responded. Good for you. We're having trouble getting him back on our show here. Well, we I've talked on. to him today. I, at the end, I said, I have a message from John and Ken. I have a message uh, from John I did, because Ray said, hey, if you get a chance, ask Caruso if he can come back on the show. And I said, sure. So I said, I have a message from John and Ken. They want you on again. He goes, oh, yeah, I'd love to I'd love to come on. No problem. Tell yeah, John to call me. John has my cell phone. Oh, John, you do? I, I don't that I know of, but. <laughs> he uh, said you I, did. I, uh, I, I got to go check. But anyway. But we should be able we should be able to contact him easily. We I talked huh? to him before he we, announced well, he was we've running, been, just a few months ago. We've been rooted through the uh the guys running his campaign yes. out of Sacramento. And, you know, they, they all, all the Sacramento people hate us. Yeah, there's is a real, they're, like, they're oh, they're radioactive. Yeah, they're Sacramento oh, people. Yeah. yeah. If you, you know. go on there, well, you might like be asked something that's tough to answer. They're, or... they're worried everything's going to turn into Meg Whitman. <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> Meg Whitman is the great example. Just don't ask Rick We Caruso were supposed to, to be a friendly tattoos. audience. And yeah, just don't out. ask Rick to show me his tattoos like you did Paul Tanaka. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Paul Tanaka. is another one. All right? Yeah, we blew up. Rick Caruso have tattoos, but now I know. Yeah, everyone who comes through here never wins the race. No, we blew up. Meg Whitman and Paul Tanaka. So that's, well, so that's why no consultants want to deal with us. Well, after you ask Meg for her tattoos, it was all over. <laughs> so is your Caruso interview going to be like a 10-part thing you're doing or something? Uh, no, you know what? I haven't quite decided yet what I'm going to do with it. It's uh, because I ask him all kinds of things. I ask him also if he would, uh, if he's the mayor, if he'll keep Chief Moore. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's so. A, ooh, that's a, but yep, so we got to go we're, we're not going to know that till next nah, week. You're not going to know that for a while. Oh, I would say, God. Mr. Caruso, you know, we took a knee. <laughs> he did. He took a knee in front did. of the Black uh, Lives Matter people he did. to fund the police. He did. He did. Um, yeah, there was a... Sheriff V would never do that. No, and you notice the county, places that were secured by the by Sheriff's Department never had problems. They never had problems yeah, during I that know. unrest. I and that's because the sheriff put out uh, the barbed wire, the trucks, <laughs> yeah, and nice. he had no problems doing that yeah. and putting the visibility up there for a deterrent, whereas the city was like, they want, they had all their officers... Two blocks away, they didn't want to show any presence. No, and then that would they. Fina Wave is running a law enforcement agency the way it's supposed to run, the way it's always run, and it's successful, and that keeps people safe. I don't know what LAPD leadership is doing. I do know, 
But it's it's silly and well, foolish, and it's all caught up in this trendy woke nonsense. That's the difference between being appointed and being elected. Yeah. All right, Steve. Thanks, thank you guys. very much for the great reporting, Steve Gregory. And don't forget Unsolved, folks. All right, That's right. What, is it, what, what time again? Eight. Eight on what night? Sunday. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Now they're Saturday repeating it every once in a while on Sundays, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that because apparently they're also experimenting with other new shows. I see. So it's like oh. every other week or so. They don't want to confuse people. No, no. Saturday at eight, eight, eight. will be there. We're okay. always on the iHeartRadio app. Of course. Right. We'll have the handle show <laughs> taken over before. We're, you know. we're on the iHeartRadio app too. I right. Mean, you know. Well, your downloads just a couple more than mine. Okay. Um. Uh, well, then <laughs> coming up next, uh, we will have your chance to beg for a hundred dollar gas card. Uh, John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we got delayed by all that uh, fascinating Steve Gregory news about the yeah, sheriff. about the sheriff and so, crime uh, and Metro. And Here's the God. number. Here's the number, 1-800-520-1-KFI, 1-800-520-1534. We're going to pick three contestants, and you will uh, beg, sob, plead, with a $100 gas card. Yeah, and you get 30 seconds. There is a clock on it. So it looks like yesterday, I don't think anybody used all 30 seconds. But that that is your time limit for how much you can make your case. And uh, we are going to judge, uh, Deborah, Ken, and I. Yes. Uh, who, had, uh, who is the most, uh, I guess, uh, heart-wrenching? Who touches us? The Who's deepest? the most effective? I would just use that most term. Most effective, too. There could be different ways to do this. I, I go That's for, how I look at it. I go for an emotional connection. Okay. If I feel somebody's pain. Somebody's... I might go for that, but there might be a, another thing that, that strikes me. So uh, so uh, 1-800-520-1534. I am more broad-based and open-minded than you. All right. Uh, okay. So you signal which are the best three here. First, you got to get past uh, Ray's judging because he advises us who the best three are. Uh, yeah. We start with Megan. Megan, how are you? Welcome. And you have 30 seconds. So go. Hi, this is Megan, and I'm begging for a gas card so that I can get my dog Scully to the vet. We recently just spent $5,000 on a knee replacement surgery, and now he needs to go back and forth for physical therapy. And with gas prices over $6.30, it's breaking my bank. So from the bottom of my broke little heart and Scully's knee, we're begging for this gas card. And if he doesn't get this gas... All right. Sounds like a, I, I, make sure she's. Well, I know. I, had who, a question I, as, I knew whose vote she won there. Huh? I had a question as to how old the dog is, just so I could figure out if it's worth it. Five thousand dollar knee replacement, huh? Those vet bills are so expensive. Yeah, they are. Well, they are. That may uh, be an attempt I, to get the vote of Deborah Mark there. I, I, I want an investigation into the veterinary industry. Mm. I'm very aggravated with it. Me too. Uh, so you want, all right? Uh, seven there. Okay. Give me numbers. I can't read. Joe, you're on the John and Ken show. You're begging for the hundred dollar gas card. You got thirty seconds. Go to it. Yeah, uh, they moved me out of my place in Delaware and put me in this place in D.C. You know, in this big Oval Office. I cut off all, all right. the, the pipelines. I cut off all the different. Uh, acts oh, for goodness! Practice. No, that's a jokester <laughs> about the subway shooter. I think. Right? Didn't he end up? I don't. Know. I think it was Biden, Joe. It was. Oh, Joe, Delaware and D.C. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Joe Biden that called okay. in there. Uh, I told you they'd be pranksters. We've we got plenty of callers. We don't have to deal with them for long. Let's go to uh, Richie. You're on the John and Ken Show on KFI. 
Hey, guys, how you doing? Long-time listener. Um, yeah, so I'm going to beg and grovel. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad. I got two boys. They're eating me out of house and home. I'm married. I'm just your, you know, middle-class guy getting slaughtered out there. My, I got a gas hog that I got commute to work every day. And my wife's getting killed, too. We both worked through the, the whole uh, COVID fiasco. And um, just uh, 100 bucks of gas would be nice. And uh, long-time listener. Love you guys. All right. Thank you. All Thank right. you very much. There you go. Got right to the point Put just him in on time. Hold. And right. now we've got Number our three. third contestant. we got Megan, Richie. And this is Jeff here. Jeff, you're on the Johnny Ken Show. 30 seconds to beg for the $100 gas card. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, good. Um, my name's Jeff. I have Parkinson's disease, and I go to the doctors about three times a week, and I have to pay money for, for people to take me to the doctor appointment because the crummy people that they have scheduled to take me for rides, they don't show up until four hours later, and I always miss my appointment, so I never get in to see the doctor. I really need this gas card so I can pay the guy that's taking me down to my doctor's appointments. Please, please let me have it. All right, uh, hang on a second. <laughs> hey, uh, no, a guy with Parkinson's like versus, uh, versus. I always a, do. I you get don't think, You don't think he's real? I don't. I, I don't know. You want, you, want, you want to go back to him and see? Well, how do you do that? I, I don't know. Are you, are you real? Are you? Are you, are you, are you a faker? You're, you're going to say, "Are you faking Parkinson's?" Is that what you're going to say? No, I don't know how to do that. I, I just have to trust your instincts. Right, did you two pick anybody of the three? Megan, uh, Richie, and Jeff. Oh, I, I know you want to go with the dog. I do, but I feel so tw- terrible for <laughs> Jeff. But uh, uh. wouldn't it be funny if we all chose one each? What would we do? Oh, we we could all just go with Richie, and then we don't have to make the decision. <laughs> uh, well, that's who I pick, actually. Are you picking Richie? Yeah, because I'm not sure about number three, and I'm not going with the dog owner. I want the poor guy with the kids and the wife. They all have to drive big gas. You're not going with the dog owner. I think he's more typical of what's out there. It's Richie. That's my vote. You go. No, you go. I'm going to go with Megan. You're going to go with right, Megan. John, you're the tiebreaker. Oh, man. See, I'd be a lousy judge. I just like putting people in prison for life. That's the only thing I want to judge. I don't want to <laughs> judge. soft like that this. heart-wrenching stuff. You know, it's just not, you know. It's your idea. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to go with Richie. I can identify with Richie. I, I don't think that's say, important. I don't, I don't want to say anything mean about Megan and her dog. But, but what's fooey on you guys? No, I don't. I, You're around Deborah Mark too much now. We got to end this. <laughs> She's too big an influence on you. It's hurting the show. Ray, put in a note. All right. Well, Richie's the winner. Richie, you win. Congratulations. Richie? John, thanks, guys. Okay. All, All right. right. You hang there on because we got to get your information. We don't want to lose that for. All right. Um, sorry to Megan. Sorry to Jeff. Well, I didn't doubt that she had a dog that had knee replacement. I just... uh, I had a little bit of a problem with spending $5,000 on a knee and then not having gas. (laughs) I didn't have a problem with that at all. I didn't think you would. No. Jeff thing kind of bothers me. I I don't think he was faking it, but... I hope he he was faking it. I do, because I'd feel very guilty if you didn't choose him. But I I might have voted for him. But But he's not driving. He's getting rides. So it was not the connection wasn't exactly. I understand that they'll charge more because of cash Uh prices to drive him to his. Well, once you guys voted for two other people, I wasn't going to vote for Jeff because that would tie it three ways and we wouldn't know what to do. We'd have a tiebreaker. I think you're overthinking this, but sure. Okay. Look, I take it seriously. These people are suffering.
All three Since of them. When do you take anything seriously? When I'm, it comes I'm, to look, this people is, in it, there's a, need. Is it, we're in bad times right now. I'm trying to be empathetic. Everybody says I'm not empathetic. All right. right? I try to be empathetic, and look what I get. All right. When we come back, we'll tell you what we have learned today about the subway shooting suspect, Mr. Frank James, and uh, the cloud that was over how exactly they apprehended him. Did he turn himself in, or did people see him on the street? More coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, just in passing, but I thought it was probably one of the saddest stories today and also one that just shows you where we are with the criminal justice system, the prisoners, the crime. This is the nine-year-old girl who was shot twice in the arm at a mall in Victorville while waiting to see the Easter Bunny. Who was she shot by? The owner of a store who was trying to shoot at shoplifters. See, doesn't that say it all? Yes. His name was Markel Cockrell, co-owner of something called Soul Addicts. And I guess the shoplifter stole some stuff from his store. And, I mean, he shouldn't have been just shooting in a mall like that. But he shot her in the arm and he has been arrested. You know what? This is what happens, though. When you have a breakdown in civilized society because every politician is uh, gone soft and woke on crime at every level, right? Right. You're, You're letting prisoners out. You're not putting them in jail. They're out on no bail. They're 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 not getting rehabilitated in any way. Uh, you're, you're not charging them. You're not prosecuting them. What? You, they're it's all nuts. It's what they're not doing. They're not serving their sentences. Right. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get mayhem. Normal people, people are going to be frustrated. They're going to say, "I'm not going to get any justice here. I'm stopping this guy." People uh, people are scared. They're on edge. You don't think, I mean, I was reading this uh, just today. You know, the 17 gangs that are going to go at, going after wealthy people on the West Side based yeah. on their car, based on their watch or whatever jewelry they've got on. They are buying guns. They're in another story today like crazy. So now you have all these inexperienced, untrained people with loaded guns in their homes who are being, who are very nervous, very on edge. They're going to see somebody. They're going to do a quick profile. They might be wrong. Somebody's going to get a bullet. Maybe they deserve it. Maybe not. But that's because of all the fear and anxiety that all the a-holes have created. The Gascones and the Garcettis and the Bonins and the Newsoms of the world have created this frenzy. And that's why that poor girl got hit. Now, the New York City subway shooter has been caught. That was the big story uh, our time early this well, mid-morning. Uh, it looks like he did call in on himself. He called Crime Stoppers, said, uh, you know, you're looking for me. I'm seeing my picture all over the news, and I'll be around this McDonald's. I want to clear things up. That was what Frank James' message that he left with NYPD's Crime Stoppers hotline. This is in the East Village in Manhattan, uh, East Greenwich Village, if you're not familiar When the cops got there, actually, some people had already seen him and were pointing him out. So it was kind of a combination of him turning himself in, which brought uh, extra cops to the area. And then a couple of New Yorkers, including one very ecstatic Syrian man, Zach, Zach, were yelling and waving and and uh, they got the cops. He didn't uh, mean gave himself up easily, uh, dressed all in black, just a smirk as they took him away. 
And uh, <clears throat> James apparently has a long criminal history in the New York area that dates back decades. He is 62 years old, but what's making the most news today are a bunch of videos that he's made for YouTube and Facebook concerning all his conspiracy theories and all of his mm. racist rants. He's had many of them over the years. He's made these videos. You know, I find it really, really weird that people are now demonstrating how insane they are and how dangerous they are, and nothing is done. And it's even fascinating. You know, he, he was it was filled with all kinds of anti-this and anti-that. And it's funny how quickly Twitter, for example, was able to, uh, you know, shut down uh, the New York Post story on Hunter Biden, right? Yes. Constantly reading how, how people are banned from Facebook. They're put in Facebook jail for a week or a month because they write something that's, that's basically uh, politically incorrect, unwoke. But for some reason, this guy can rant and rave, use all kinds of foul language, vile slurs. Threats. Uh, violent threats. Nothing. Nothing. And they've got all the they've got all the bots in the world, all these algorithms. They they can find this stuff quickly because other stuff they do find quickly. They find what they want quickly. Well, there was a report he was interviewed by the FBI in 2019, not once but twice in New Mexico. Yeah. Maybe something came out of social media to lead to that, but he was released. So I don't. I don't yeah, know. And then there's that mainstay, the previous FBI interview. Remember the guy in Florida who shot up the uh, gay nightclub, the Pulse nightclub? No, oh, that's and right. And we found out that, that yeah. guy had been interviewed by interviewed, the FBI yeah. previously. That's not yeah. the only one. That's uh, just uh, every. You know what? It's not hard to pick who the bad guys are and who's going to create do the crimes tomorrow and next week. It's not hard. The evidence is all in front of us. Uh, we got Conway here. Thank you. You like the, the, the broken microphone? Yeah. This station makes more than any other station in the United States. Yes. And I'm holding a microphone that's broken. That snapped off its uh, hinge. And they're not going to fix it because they're destroying the whole studio in a week. <laughs> All right. That's cool. The new studio looks great. Have you seen it? It's uh, it's spacious. Yes. Huge. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's not burdened by radio equipment. That's what I like about right. it. Right. And it's and, and a lot of places for your newspapers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But there's no, there's no control board. There are That's no right. computer monitors or anything. There's no microphones or wires. All that stuff gets in the way. I'm just going to go in that all, in that room, and I'm just going to shout. <laughs> Maybe I can open the window. And I'll just say, yell. There's no microphones. That'll be interesting. No, show. There's not, you should see it, Ken. I'll send you a photo. There's absolutely nothing in there. I know. It, I, I like. Well, it. you're not going in there yet. Not um. yet. But they're working on it. It's going to be next week. Um, it really? It's been pushed back. Yeah. I feel like Gary Owen here. Hello, come in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, uh, gas card giveaway at 7:05. People yeah. like that. Marla yeah. Gibbs is coming on with us. Uh, oh, she was, look at that, Marla Gibbs. Yeah, from uh, the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, yeah. Florence the Maid. Moving on up, moving, <laughs> moving on up to, to the, the east side. side. Yeah. To a gonna, deluxe <laughs> apartment in the, the sky. sky. Yeah, moving on up. <laughs> Amazing how many of those songs you remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also have uh, Commander uh, Andy Nyman coming on at 8 o'clock to talk about uh, a big car show they're doing with LAPD. And then Steve Gregory will start us off at 6 o'clock. He's got something cooking as well. I guess the sheriff has said, we're pulling all of our deputies off the transit unless you unless we control 100%. Yeah, yes. that's what he's saying. That's right. It's, it's, it's the only guy making sense as far as I can see. <laughs> I Nobody else is making any sense. I know. Right. He's great, Ding man. Dong. Ding dong with everybody. Yeah, nice. bring it on. Ding yeah. dong's for oh, And then tomorrow we got a guy from Chico oh. and the Man. 
He's kidding. <laughs> no. Well, Freddie Prince is dead, so is Jack Albertson. That's right. I, I, can we I keep going? <laughs> remember that theme song? Chico and the Man. Yeah, that one I don't know as well, that theme song. Oh, it's beautiful. I remember right. Sanford I, and Son. See if you can get Red Fox. I don't think he's doing much. Lamont might be around. Lamont Wilson. We got Crozier, Conway next. Yeah, ding dong. KFI, KOSD, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation. And gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.